Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host, and I'm here with co-host Mark Griffith. And uh, we have uh, an incredibly exciting show today. And as a matter of fact, on the line here with us, uh, we have Dr. Roderick Jackson. He's a PhD. He's uh, over at the Whole Building and Community Integration, I guess is what it is that you do, Dr. Jackson. Thank you for coming in and talking to us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that we do on this show is we bring experts to our show to help people and highlight things that are going on in our community, things that are important, I know, to uh, the community at large. And and, and what we're going to talk about today is about some of the projects that you guys are working on out at ORNL, some of the things that you guys are trying to help, whether that be with renewable energies, uh, with solar. Um, You've also have this Zebra Alliance that you I'd like to hear you talk about as well. But the first thing, if you don't mind, could you just give us, you know, kind of a overview of what it is that you guys are working on out there? Okay. And once again, this is Roderick, and I work in the for in our Buildings Technology Research and Integration Center here at Oak Ridge, where we have a wide array of different things we're working on, from different from new technologies to improve your building equipment to other technologies to improve the building envelope with the envelope meaning the walls, the roof, the foundation. And then with my group here, what we work on is we integrate those technologies. So we'll take the best equipment, such as a a new HVAC unit that has just made it into the market or maybe hasn't been introduced to the market, and we will integrate that piece of equipment with some of the better practices and better materials for um, the envelope insulation and integrate it to get a whole home um, or system approach to achieving an energy efficient home. So our group is the residential building integration and deployment team and we primarily support the Department of Energy's Building America program. I noticed in your, um, I guess it was your newsletter not too long ago that you guys sent out, it's kind of a fact sheet, that you guys partner with utility companies and local contractors to retrofit and also basically just what you just spoke about. So you guys work, you know, with contractors and with utility boards as well, correct? Yes. We, one of our, um, I guess the highlights of the work that we do is in order for it to really uh, have a market transformation effect, we need to work with the people who are actually in the market. And the primary stakeholders or the drivers in that market are utilities and and builders. And so we do a lot of work and, and also manufacturers. So we try to do as much work as possible with, with these different stakeholders, and, and we're very proud of the relationship that we've developed with, with TVA. Um, ah. They've been a very influential and very a good partner to work with on some of the research projects that we've had. You know, we had, uh, just last week, we had Frank uh, Rapley, I believe. That's uh, correct, Rapley. He, he was the manager. Uh, Mark was able to get him to come on and talking about the uh, initiative that they have set forth, which helps you know people to evaluate their home, a real professional to come in, evaluate their home, and talk a little bit about that. Do you, do you guys, in, you obviously would encourage people to have that evaluation done, I would assume. Uh, yes, definitely, because... Um, 
having because you can't really manage what you, what you don't measure or what you don't know. So right. having that initial uh, auditor come in to give you an assessment or to have an audit done so that you can find out well what can I do because just to be honest, a lot of people you don't know what to do. So what so you can't do anything until you find out what. So that audit and the program by TVA to try to help encourage people and help people lower their energy bills by simple or low cost or even things that will get bigger savings, but they give you an option and they show you what to do. So yes, we, we are aware of that program and we do support it because it will, it has the overall goal to um, increase energy efficiency in the home. You know, um, my wife and I, we actually live in Knoxville and, you know, every month, you know, I see our energy cost and it seems like, it feels like that th- those are going up, you know, obviously. And, you know, that's one of the things I think that people out there that are listening, they they may not understand the technical side of how energy is produced. And, you know, we also had Dr. Simpson from ORNL out, uh, I guess, a few shows ago. Uh, that's right. And, and he was able to really educate us about, you know what, uh, about 50% of the energy that is used, I think it was 50% in the United States, is residential. And the furthermore, the fact is, inside of your home, there couldn't be more inefficiencies in our homes if we really step back and look at it. So, you know, what are some of the things, just I guess the the, the basic things that you see as being the biggest drivers of inefficiencies in energy just in our home? So I I think you're right to to say that energy um, is a is a significant energy in the home energy used in the home and even more so or even as a larger problem energy loss in the home is is a, is a right. big issue that we're focused on and one of the things that <coughs> excuse me one of the things that a typical person or a typical homeowner because can they're where they're losing the energy is just the home isn't very is, is very leaky mm-hmm. you know it, it you spend a lot of money in the summertime to cool your home, or you spend a lot of money in the wintertime to cool your home, but in effect, you are also cooling the outside or heating right. the outside because if the amount of air that you put into your home, if every hour you have to refill your home with um, with that same amount of air 12 times or 15 times with the remaining of it going outside, that's not a very cost-effective proposition. You want right. to condition your home and in a in the most cost effective and the most efficient manner possible, so that you're not losing that air to the outside or through through just leaky just leaks around your house well, or yeah. even more so once you do air seal because that's the first thing you want to do is to right. make sure your home is, is is tight, and once you do that, then you want to insulate you you want you know there's a common misconception well, let's just insulate well, if you insulate without air sealing. You will have a. You will stop heat from. You will try to stop heat from going through the insulation. However, if air can just pass through it, which insulation doesn't stop air from moving, then the heat will just transfer through with the air. It's kind of counterproductive in it, a way. It's, it's very counterproductive. You've actually, you've minimized the effect of 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 your your of what your, of your action. You've tried to do a good thing, but in not doing it to most effective manner, you really haven't done what you thought you were doing. Dr. Jackson, part of your study and the things that you analyze, you mentioned air seal. Are those specific things that you look back? Can you tell us what's involved in sealing? So 
So there's a lot of things. So we can look at a new home. It's it, and most of it is just concern for for different for for making an airtight home. And if you start with if you're building a new home and you start from the beginning, we're going to make this an airtight home. So <clears throat> so you take care and say, okay, let's not leave these openings, or let's make sure that we don't have an opening in our home that vents to the attic or that that allows air to come from the crawl space. Or when we put our windows in, we make sure that, that they're sealed and they're flashed correctly or put the door. So we, it's a lot of things that are small, but those different small measures, when you add them up, they do contribute to a lot because you may have one of the metrics that um, people typically use, the, the industry uses, with regards to um, air tightness of a home is air changes per hour. That's basically the amount of time air from the outside, that's the amount of time the air, that's the amount of air that fills your home per hour. Okay. So if you would, your home is a box and you imagine that you fill that box with air and if it's 10 air changes per hour, that means that you fill that box 10 times. You filled it up and dumped it outside. You filled it up and dumped it outside. That sounds very inefficient. <laughs> that sounds very inefficient. And, but however, yeah. the average new home may be about seven air changes. And the mm. average existing home may be about 10 to 15. Is, is know, there... This is, this is, and, and this is something that is... A home that's 15 or more is not surprising. I, I've seen many homes that, that are have 15 air changes that you fill your house with air and you dump it outside 15 times every hour. Is, is there uh, companies now uh, that can come in and retrofit a house to seal it properly? Or is this something that can only be applied to new construction? No, that's some of the things that we're doing with our retrofits because our program here at Oak Ridge, we, in the past, we've worked on a lot of new construction. We actually have seven research houses that are, that are newly built that we're monitoring and we're evaluating new technologies and best practices. However, we now have extended that with, with the understanding that the majority of the homes that will be built are already built. So what can we do to help those homes save energy? And so we're actually, we have about 14 homes that we have retrofitted and that we have participated in the retrofit in the Knoxville area as well as in the Atlanta area where we did go in and do different air sealing methods or we would go in and, and upgrade the equipment or do energy efficient measures so that, for example, a home with uh, air changes, uh, initial air changes of 20 could be reduced to about 10. Wow, some yeah. Of the things that, because it's a lot of, it's a lot of times they're egregious um, things. This once you go in and you address different measures, you may have uh, an access to your attic that's fairly you know, it's, you don't think about it, but if it's not sealed well and it's, you know, allows air from your attic to come in, that's I think you just described my home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's some of the things that we find. You know, it's an energy. We work for the Department of Energy, and we do a lot of energy savings measures, but we don't think about it a lot. But if you on the, as you save energy, the majority of the time, you become more comfortable. Now, and I think that's an important thing to remember. Now, once you get these energy efficiencies done in this, you mentioned uh, that you don't go to some of these solar paneling or maybe geothermal type things until these items are corrected. How does that integrate with some of the um, the commercialized energy things like solar panels? 
So one of, as, as you mentioned, yes, one of the things that we do as a research program is we focus on making the home or, or really maximizing the amount of cost-effective, energy-efficient measures that you can put into a home first. Because you imagine if you put solar panels on your roof to generate electricity for your air conditioner, however, you are taking that air that you condition and you're dumping it outside 10 times an hour or 15 times an hour, that doesn't seem like a very good proposition to me. You know, we want to first make the system correct, then we'll upgrade the equipment. So with doing that, we the goal is if you can re- decrease your, your efficiency, I mean, your, increase your efficiency such as you decrease the amount of energy required to about 50 to 60 to 70 percent of what it would be, then you could come in with solar. You could put solar on your roof to make up the additional, uh, the remaining amount of energy that's required. Let me ask you this, Dr. Jackson. We're here right now talking with Dr. Roderick Jackson, Ph.D. out in Oak Ridge, works with ORNL, and uh, he's in here talking about uh, residential energy uh, initiatives that that they are taking part in. Um, And one thing I think about when I think about the things that we're talking about is I think about the common person out there that's listening and they they're listening and it sounds great because it does really sound great you hear okay here's the inefficiencies here's the problems here's the retrofitting you know aspect of it but for the general person out there they might not understand just how much money that they are really losing by not having their home sealed and airtight so Let's just take it from that step forward because until they get their home airtight and sealed and, and, and really retrofit it to what the new standards are, there's not going to be really a desire or, or a, a really a good um, place for this, this new technology like solar because we don't want to, like you just mentioned, we don't want to you know put solar in on a house that's not airtight. So what would a person do? And matter of fact, we have three minutes left in this segment, but go ahead and answer that question. And, and then we have some more questions once we come back from break. But what, what can a person do? To what, What's the first step? Maybe take the evaluation or what would you recommend? For a retrofit application, I would say the first step is to um, take the evaluation, particularly since this is in the TVA um, uh, service, service area, to call TVA and get the energy and get the, the and to get that energy right um, EnergyRight.com. Yes, get that initial step because that's an initial step to say, okay, here are some things that I can do to make my home more efficient. And now knowledge, you know, I think we we call this the information age or the knowledge age. Right. You first have to get that bit of knowledge. And And it's good to have someone come in who understands different homes, who understand how they understand how to evaluate your home to look for certain measures to, to, to undertake. And so once you do that, you can then take the next step to say, okay, let me contact either a air sealer or insulation person or an HVAC person or the actually contractors who will help manage, similar to in the new construction, there are retrofit contractors or home performance contractors yeah. that can, you know, work with you on improving the comfort and energy efficiency of your entire home. So as a first step... Yes, I would get an audit done, an auditor to come in mm-hmm. and help guide you through, here are some things that I should be looking for to, to go that next step. And then if you, you tell your home, you can, as you talk to your auditor, you can then say, okay, here's the place where I want to be. My bills are here, 
and maybe you just want to, to, to take care of the egregious things, or maybe you really want to make an impact and say, well, what are the things that I can really do? And so those are some of the things that as you get that initial step, you can then take it further. Okay, well, do you mind hanging out with us for a few more minutes? Uh, yes. We're going to take a break here. We do have right now in uh, on the line Dr. R- uh, Roderick Jackson. is a Ph.D. Out, out in ORNL, and we thank him for coming in. We're going to ask him a few more questions, and uh, if you would like to uh, get involved with this conversation, you can email me at kevin at kevinray.com. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the Housing Hour. We'll be right back. for Fox News Radio, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. When choosing a company to handle your home financing, you want a great rate and someone you can trust. Tennesseans turn to Mortgage Investors Group, named Tennessee's number one THDA lender, eight years running. Homegrown right here in the Volunteer State and with 15 Tennessee locations, Mortgage Investors Group takes a caring approach to the lending process, finding a program specific to your needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Buying a home is now more affordable than it's ever been in the last 20 years. Decline in home values coupled with rock-bottom mortgage rates makes home affordability a reality. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 16 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to your home mortgage needs to help you make your home financing your reality. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group. Your home loan solutions for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Make plans to spend an hour every Saturday from 11 a.m. till noon with Mortgage Matters. Join Roger McGee and Mike Rains from United Capital Lending as they take your calls concerning your mortgage and the ever-changing real estate market. Informative guests, lively conversation, and experts who are here to help you. Join Roger and Mike every Saturday morning for Mortgage Matters from 11 a.m. till noon right here on America's Biggest Talker, 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there 
and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host, and co-host Mark Griffith here with me. And um, man, this is some absolutely amazing information that we're we're learning. It's fantastic. We appreciate Dr. Jackson being online with us. Real quick, before we go on to the next segment, I do need to tell you about a very important company here locally, and that is Capital Financial Group. Capital Financial Group takes care of you from a financial perspective. If you have children and you need to worry about possibly a college scholarship fund and you have the need to invest your money and put it in in certain places, they're going to help you design a plan that's going to fit your needs. You know, they take care of not just that, but if you have a 401k, they'd like to come in and partner with you, look at what you're investing in, see if it's working. If it's not working, maybe they'll help you modify it. And they also do tax planning, estate planning, and all kinds of other items. And you know what? They're right up below us over at Mortgage Investors Group, and they have a great team. It's Bobby and his team. I know them personally. I like working with them. We partnered with the Habitat House just a couple of months ago, so I know the the hearts of these men and women. They're very good people. So give them a call today. Give them a shot. Let's talk to them and see what they can do for you. It's 865-246-1680. So back on topic, um, Dr. Jackson, again, thank you for coming in and joining us. We have lots of questions, actually, but I'm going to try to condense them down because I think that this is such a hot topic right now. And, you know, it's it's very political, too. There's a lot of people talking about it. Um, and, and this is... Uh, you know, I don't want to consider this new energy age that we're in, the new information age of people wanting to learn about this. I don't want to necessarily call it trendy, although it is a little bit. Um, you know, my sister, for instance, bought, you know, she's got her regular SUV and then she has another littler SUV that's, I don't know what kind of car it is, but it's it's like a space shuttle, you know. Um, but, you know, it gets great gas mileage. But I think that you know, one of the things that, you know, we talked offline about was about promoting a plan and having a plan. You know, talk a little bit about what you were talking about, because it was really good information about having a plan and, you know, maybe setting some goals for the future for energy. So, yes, that was one of the things I want to talk about, because here at Oak Ridge, we're doing uh, research on, on deep retrofits, where we're seeing how to to get a 30 to 50 percent to reduce your energy bills by 30 to 50 percent. Wow. However, for the average homeowner, they may or may, they most likely will, they will probably not want to do all of that at one time. Right. The best approach would be, okay, well, let's, let's make a plan and let's make a plan so that I know whenever I need to get a HVAC, um, my air conditioning goes out, I have a plan that, okay, I want to get this type of unit or I want to make sure it has this type of efficiency or is an energy star brand or energy star rated. And so these are things because when your hot water heater goes out, when your water, water heater goes out, you don't typically think about efficiency. You think about how will you get your next hot shower. That's right. And so if you don't do these things early and if you don't have a plan, you know, those who fail to plan, we know what happens. Right. So the same thing is, is true with um, with energy efficiency in your home. If you want to get there, you need to have a plan. And it's, you know, starting with the audit and looking at your budget and say, okay, I want to do this amount of things today. And you want to take it, take care of your envelope first. With envelope meaning make sure you've air sealed. And after you air sealed, make sure you insulate, proper insulation. And then take care of your different 
pieces of equipment such as your air conditioner or your water heater and then after that you and, and then even in between you look at well i need a new appliance or I need a new tv let's look for the energy star brand right you know my tv it gets so hot sometimes i think it could heat up the whole house i don't know what that's all about but you know you're talking about promoting a plan and part of a plan is being comfortable with the people on the other side of it making this technology as efficient as efficient as possible and that's what you guys are doing with these with these research homes because yes jane and john doe want this technology but they don't know how good it is well, Dr. Jackson and his team are on the other side really planning for their future in, in researching it and trying to make it more efficient, more cost-effective. Tell me about your research homes that you've got. This sounds very exciting. So it is. It's very exciting. And, and you know, I hope I can contain myself as I talk about it, actually. Yeah. Because it's exciting for me. And, and it's exciting also for our partners because, we, as, as I mentioned earlier, we partner with TVA as well as on on all seven of our homes, but on four of the homes we partner with um, Shy Companies as, as well as Barbara McMurray to, because yeah. for all of our partners, they wanted to find out the answers to those questions that you just raised. Right. What works? You know, there's a lot of information, a lot of things out here, but what works? What doesn't work? You know, as a builder, you know, as Shy Builders, what should we be doing in our new construction to make sure that we are building the most energy efficient home for our customers. And for TVA, what things can we learn from these research houses so that we make sure that we can provide to our customers information so that they can make the best decision as far as energy efficiency. And so with that motivation and then from Oak Ridge, we're we're providing a, a service to the general public to say, well, here are some of the things that you can do. And so what we have is seven houses. We have um, three in, in, in West Knoxville and, and four in Oak Ridge. And if the website for the four in Oak Ridge is, is www.zebraalliance.com. We can okay. go there and see I'll put that on our website and our blog and all that. Okay, so you can see some of the exciting things that we're doing there. And just quickly, those four homes... They were finished in 2009 and 2010 through that period, and they all will they all will use about 50 percent less energy than a Amazing. standard home built today. And, so and they, that's and because they got that technology on the front end, they didn't feel the cost because it was built into the home. Yeah. So a lot of things. So for example, if you're going to install a high efficiency um, heat pump system. If you're going to, you know, you have to put it in the air conditioner regardless or some type of a heating and air system regardless. So when you do it initially, you can then, uh, it's only the incremental or the additional cost over a standard unit. And also with some of the building practices, if you, you know, take the care and, you, and the, all, the, all the subcontractors, the framers, the electricians, the plumbers, if everyone has how can, energy efficiency on their mind as they build the house, that's efficiency right. gets built into the home and it can be done at a cost marginal cost or or no cost at all no additional cost at all i mean I'm, i don't want to throw any builders under the bus because my father was a builder but you know and i was a builder before i went okay to, before, before i came to interesting Oprah. so please don't throw us all <laughs> but but you know i grew up with my with my dad and i was out on the construction sites with him all the time and i mean he would admit it there there was a, there's a lot well maybe not as much anymore but there's a lot of inefficiencies even building an inefficient home in energy 
whether that be, you know, materials getting wet, whether that be, I mean, so I think that as, as builders get smarter, as we get smarter, and as they see the need to get this under, you know, under control, like you said, you're, you're going to be a source that we can all go to and see the real proof is in the pudding. And I'm excited to learn more about these houses that you guys have, you know, reduced the energy cost by 50%. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to throw that in there. I thought it was important. Oh, no, I think that's important. For example, that, you know, compare the efficiencies of doing it correctly. Um, One of the homes that we've built, it's using advanced framing. It's using advanced framing technique, Uh optimum value framing. It's OVF. And what we've done there is, we instead of a typical home being a typical home has thick construction uh, studs on a two by four studs on sixteen inch centers. However, in this in this home we have two by six studs on twenty four inch centers. Okay. And so over the so we reduce the amount of, of of total lumber in the home. And it still and meets the wind um, still, requirements. Yeah, so, and so because as you build it, you just you you align different structural members so that you can the home will still be as structurally sound as a two by six home, two by two by four home on twenty four on sixteen inch centers. But because it's designed with with this approach in mind, so it's you can it's, still meet it's it. cheaper. Yeah, and just and as also, you can get more insulation in the wall, ah. and you reduce them because wood. Because everywhere you have wood in your wall, the studs in your wall, you don't have insulation. Right. You want to maximize the amount, maximize the amount of insulation that you have in the walls. You, so that allows you to do that. Part part of the uh, the education here is trying to get the builders on board. How do you take what you found in your policies and procedures and get them into the manufacturing work site with these builders? And so that's one of the, the primary goals of the Building America program that we support the Department of Energy's Building America Go program, you know, really utilizing the program as an example of good government. And with doing that, how can we get the information that we're doing, getting this, this great information on how to save 30 50%? How do we get that to builders? And, and it's by coming on your show, or it's by if you go to the Building America website, the Department of Energy's Building America website, really building tools so that a builder can go to this tool and find what they need if they have a question on how do they if they want to to um, build a, a house with an unvented attic so that all of their HVAC equipment, equipment is brought inside of the condition space instead of it, it. It sounds weird when we do it. I mean it sounds weird when you talk about it but in actuality how many of us have an air conditioner or ducts for air conditioner go through the attic we know the attic gets about 130 degrees. It's really hot. Right. But we have our cold ducts going through it. So that doesn't, doesn't really, you wouldn't put your, um, your refrigerator inside of your oven. But we do that a lot of times. And so, but if you had a question on how Mark to do does that properly. That. <laughs> My house, it, it runs through the attic. <laughs> and, and, and a lot, that's how most homes are. Right. But there are ways that we can, there are ways that you can build a home such that you don't have that refrigerator inside of your oven. Now, let and, me ask you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying, and so the Building America program, they they have tools so that you can go and, and click, well, how do I do this? And, and we will be releasing later this year a resource tool that you can answer these questions. It'll have pictures that say, here's the right way and here's the wrong way. And we can take pictures of Mark's house to <laughs> show them the wrong way. The poster child. No, but um, I want to also just acknowledge the people you're partnering with, um, and those people would be... 
uh, in especially for this Zebra Alliance, is Shod Companies, yes. Tennessee Valley Authority, yes. of course ORNL and DOE. So you guys have partnered with other people to make this stuff come and, and happen. And, and Shy, you know, and, and I can't say enough about the partners that we had because, you know, it's really, it's really building a house, building a house, an energy efficient house. It's difficult as it is, but when you have a bunch of scientists in the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it can get really tough. But our partners were were very willing to work with us and very willing to say, well, let's learn, let's use this as a as a science project to see how do we really, you know, move the market? How do we transform the market to where it's not just that one person in the neighborhood who has an energy efficient home well now it's the whole neighborhood that has energy efficient homes and 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 for the builder but for tva how do we transform it to where everybody in the in the valley has an energy efficient home those are some of the i guess the motivations for our partners and why they were so willing um, to be and why i guess why they were so such willing partners and good partners and then for department of energy yes they want it for the whole country the, Dr. Jackson, is there a builder list of builders who said, I'm going to adhere to these standards? Is there something printed like that? And so there is a program with um, in Department of Energy has a program, our Building America has a program called the DOE Challenge. Okay. It was formerly known as the Builder's Challenge. And this is, you know, this that's uh, to show this, this home that is certified in Builder's Challenge. This is a home that employs measures that not just the, the cutting edge, this is, this is more of the bleeding edge of, of home energy efficiency. These are the first adopters as a way to show here is a, a really advanced home. And then, so a home with that label. And then the, the, the next approach would be a home with the Energy Star label. Because one of the things, that one of the most recognized brands in the world is Energy Star. And so and a lot of people don't know, but you can get an Energy Star home. Oh, and so yeah. that's another easy way, not necessarily saying the builders are on a list, but the home should be on a list. The home should yeah. say, you know, that's an easy, quick way to say, well, this home, so, you know, this home is, is, is an entry star home. Yeah, well, well, you know what? I think that we're going to do something for our listeners, and that is we're going to put up your website and also all the other associated websites so that they can learn and understand and have the knowledge that you um, provided to us today. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on, Dr. Jackson. It has been extremely informative. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Yes, and this has been Dr. Jackson, Ph.D. at ORNL, and we need to have you back for sure. We didn't even get to talk about Habitat, so we're going we're gonna to talk about that later. But, guys, again, thank you for joining us. We are going to be right back after these messages. weather gets bad, the team gets stronger. Listen for live WATE Six Storm Team Severe Weather Updates now on 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn.
downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. When it's time to buy a home or take advantage of terrific refinancing options, put your trust in Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender for over 20 years. With 15 locations in the state of Tennessee, Mortgage Investor Group offers a diversified line of products that takes a caring approach to the lending process that ensures each loan fits your individual needs. For more information, call toll-free 800-489-8910 or visit MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution serving Tennessee for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 10911. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender. Your Fox News Radio source, 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, and I want to tell you guys about a company real quick that I believe very strongly in, um, and that's Admiral Title. You've heard me talking about them for several months in a row now, um, but Admiral Title is, you know, they're, they're a fairly new company. They're about seven years old, so uh, as far as title companies and mortgage companies, that's a pretty good age for a company, and, and they're really hitting their stride. They do an incredible job. If you're a lender out there or a realtor, and you want to partner with a company that takes care of the clients, does the the top-notch job that you expect, then I would highly recommend Admiral Title. And you can call them at 865-531-6060. Um, Phyllis and Terry started that company, Phyllis Burnett, Terry Adams. Um, and they really did it with something very important in mind. And that is to just knock your socks off with customer service because that's what they do. They take care of you. If you're a customer, if you're just a, a regular, uh, you know, Knoxvilleian or Tennessean or whatever, you wherever you're listening from, you can actually go go directly to them. If you're paying cash for a home, you're not getting a loan. That's fine. They'll take care of you as well. But there's certain things that you need to know, even if you're paying cash, because you've got to get that real estate title intact. So folks, give them a call. 865-531-6060. Now I'm excited to announce uh, Donna. Donna, um, thank you so much for joining us. You're with Second Harvest Food Bank. Um, what's your? How do you pronounce your last name again? It's Hottinger. Hottinger. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, first of all, we want to thank you for coming in 
And I know Mark mentioned to me a couple of the topics that we would like to discuss with you. But first and foremost, you know, kind of around the holidays, people really get in the giving mood. And, you know, throughout the year, maybe there's a lag that happens. And this may be around the time that that happens. And we never, ever, ever want to forget about Second Harvest Food Bank and how important you guys are to our community and how you guys have really established uh, and set the, the bar for what it means to give back and help fight hunger. So thank you for that. And tell us a little bit about, you know, what's going on with Second Harvest Food Bank. What's, what's going on over there? Well, first of all, thank you very much because we love the opportunity that you're giving us to spread the word about just what you were talking about, how many, many folks, particularly over the last few years with the recession and the economic downturn we've had and the real estate problems and so forth, you can imagine the uh, increase in the numbers of folks in our community, our neighbors right next door who go without food or go between choosing, paying the mortgage, paying the electric bill or getting food. So um, we are very grateful for you to uh, allow us to speak with you today. But What's going on now, um, there's a couple of really interesting things, uh, and one of them I want to spend the most time on, but we're very excited to be in a new facility here in Maryville. We've yeah. just, uh, we're just coming on a year in our new 78,000-square-foot facility. Wow. Uh, we had a groundbreaking last week on a new cooler freezer that will allow us to store 36 trailer truckloads of food. That's about 1.4 million pounds of fresh food and frozen protein products, all the things that people need for nutrition. That's great. So we're just thrilled. And most recently, uh, Walmart has created a promotion in conjunction with many others, uh, General Mills, Conagra, Kraft, Kellogg's, and all kinds of uh, good, generous folks. Um, And they're kicking it off. They kicked it off actually April the 9th. It's called Fighting Hunger Together. Mm -hmm. It's actually a Facebook campaign. And uh, its main purpose, in addition to the grand prize being a million dollars to the food bank who gets the most votes, but it also is is meant to help people to gain awareness to the growing problem of hunger in America. Because as you uh, so eloquently spoke, during the holidays, people think about that. The rest of the year, it can get... uh, pushed in the back of people's minds as they think about school starting up for kids or summer vacations happening or whatever else is going on in people's lives. So this is a wonderful opportunity for the food bank network, not only monetarily, but for the awareness piece as well. So there's a million dollars at stake uh, to the grand prize winner, the food bank that gets the most uh, votes online on the Facebook, on the Walmart Facebook page, but also 20 food banks will get $50,000 as well. So we have a one in 21 chance of getting quite a bit of money. So that is incredible. Yeah, we would love to have everyone's help in this and it's very simple to do. I'm not exactly a techno savvy person and it only took me a second to get this done. So I know everybody can do this really quickly. Tell us how to do it. Well, you can go on Facebook.com, first of all. Yes. Um, If you have a Facebook account, it's really easy to do that. Uh And just put Walmart in the search uh, box there, and it will come right up. It's the first thing that comes up. Okay. And you click the pop-up box, and you select Tennessee for the state that you want to put your vote for. And then the most important thing is that you vote for the Morristown community. Morristown community, okay. Yes, that's one of our 18 service areas, and that was the community in East Tennessee chosen by Walmart as a very needy community to represent. So 
when you click on Tennessee and then Morristown, then you put vote and share, and you will help us to win that grand prize. Right now, we're in position number 13. We okay. would love to get to position number one. Now, that's out of 200 food banks, so we're, we're doing quite well. Well, that uh, is incredible. Well, I yeah, will tell you that I am well. on there right now. Good. And I am did voting. I, I did. <clears throat> and the, the best way to do it is to just go, like you said, go to Facebook, facebook.com, and then uh, in the search menu, you can just type in, you know, Walmart, and then you can actually, um, you know, those out there who know Facebook, you can you can go to their app. Walmart has a little a little app so that it makes it easy for you to vote, and then it just allows you to choose the state uh, where you want. Make sure that you choose the community, like you said. It's we're we're doing this for the the Morristown community, and then it's easy as pie, and everybody can do that, and you can do it once per day. Correct? Absolutely. And, and I just placed a vote. Okay. Uh, when you after you vote, please click share as well and put a post on there telling all of your Facebook mm. friends to help. I just pushed vote and share. That is great. So this is a million dollars. Now, the million dollars obviously would be an enormous benefit to uh, Second Harvest Food Bank for the people of Tennessee. Um, you know, this money, I think, would help to really change lives. And see, the thing I don't know that people understand is, and Second Harvest Food Bank has made this public. And, you know, basically, if you give a dollar, you're, you're going to create three meals. Absolutely. So if I take a million dollars, I can create a lot of meals. You sure can. Actually, depending upon how things go and, and how the numbers are run, uh, some say as much as 42 million meals could uh, be generated through a million dollar donation. That's just incredible. So. And, and, you know, sitting at my house last night, we were having dinner, and I was thinking about this morning, about us doing this, and I was thinking, you know, my, my kids, God love them. They, you know, I don't like this. I don't, you know, we don't understand just how good we have it. And yeah. the thing is, is that it's not just kids in Africa or, Af you know, out there in other con on other continents. It's folks right here in your backyard. Actually, it, in these days and times, it could actually be your own neighbors. It could be your own neighbors. Absolutely. And so what better it, way really to partner with lately. you guys? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, Donna, is uh, I'm with a Boy Scout troop in West Knoxville, and we always participate in the Second Harvest uh, Scouting for Food Drive. And yes, one of the do. things, thank you so much. It's it's always a pleasure. Um, but one of the things that we became aware of is everybody's in a giving spirit in December, as like Kevin mentioned earlier, right around Christmas time. But right after the holidays, seems to be a big drop off. So you have a huge deficit probably starting now till the uh, fall. Yes, actually, the community here in East Tennessee is amazingly generous, and we're probably in better shape than than some food bank somewhere, but uh, we really always need assistance. And this time of year, as you said, after the holiday season dries up and all of that food has been distributed, it becomes more and more difficult for us to meet the needs. And right now, we're feeding 168,000 uh wonderful folks in this community every single month and last year we distributed 13.8 million meals just here in east tennessee and if you look at statistics on hunger in our community that really is 
we're hitting about 25% of the need. So uh, yeah. if you said that, you know, every single person that's hungry or every single one of us needs three meals a day, we're not even close to providing that. So uh, a gift like a million dollars, a gift like $50,000 just makes such a huge difference to us. Mark might be able to pitch in the $50,000. I got I would sense right now, but yeah. I'll go to the bank. Yeah, Mark, well. you spell it S-E-C. <laughs> 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 well, I want to give your contact information for everybody that's out there listening and it's it's secondharvesttn.org that's second spelled out so i'm going to spell it out it's s e c o n d h a r v e s t e t n Dot org, and I'm going to put that on our Facebook page and on our blog as well for people to have. And then if they want to contact you just directly, they can dial you right up at 865-243-8200. And then you also have another phone number as well, which is 865-521-0000 as well, correct? Yes, both okay. of those numbers work. And they're they're in Maryville, like you mentioned. They're, I love your name of the road that you guys built to ha- built it on. I guess you named the road. It's 136 Harvest Lane. That's, yes, that's the great. city of Maryville very kindly allowed us to do that. So we were, we were thrilled. That is great. And, you know, we had our cookout last year. It was very successful. And, unfortunately, it rained hev- heavily. But we were still able to fill a couple of bins up. And we were going to do it again this year for sure. Oh, wonderful. And, Thank you so very much. And, you know, people that are out there that are having events, it's very easy to partner with Second Harvest. If you have so many people coming, they'll even bring out, you know, the, the, the necessary bin for you if you have a certain amount of people that you're expecting. So you guys make it easy. Thank you. Yes, Thank absolutely. You so well, I really appreciate, Donnie, you spending the time that you have with us. And we want to have you back out as well because we want to make sure that people understand things that are coming up. But Facebook.com, you guys need to go out there and vote. You can do it once per day. Please do it. And I want to thank everybody, everybody that's listening, and our guests today, Dr. Jackson and Donna with Second Harvest Food Bank. We'll see you guys next week. Again, thank you for joining me. This is Kevin Ray signing off. This, this is the Housing Hour presented by Mortgage Investors Group. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.